The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. everybody and welcome to a very special mini-sode of the panel discussion. I am one of your hosts, Greg Knowlton, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, former ECW superstar, but more importantly, DC comic book guy, yeah. in my opinion, Colin Delaney. Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for joining us. Um, as we always do, new guests, who is your favorite comic book character? Hero, villain, both, either... Okay, so I am an Aquaman guy. That's awesome. I've always been an Aquaman guy. I started into comics reading like the 90s Peter David run of Aquaman. That's okay. really what got me into reading comics. So I am a long hair, bearded, hook hand yep. uh, Aquaman guy. Uh, that being said, everyone's upset about this current aerial controversy. <laughs> and they are completely glossing over the Aquaman controversy because Jason Momoa is still... Not my Aquaman. No. No. We'll and talk about that. That movie was great. He's not my Aquaman. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll definitely talk about that. Hey. <laughs> um, oh, that's good to know. It's, everyone on here, usually, we get a lot of the, the typicals. I'm a Green Lantern guy. Okay. We, I was big into Green Lantern. Kyle Rainier Green Lantern was like what that's I... That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. That's what I... Well, that's what I grew up with, right? Yep. So, like, I appreciate how Jordan and, like... John Stewart was in like some of the cartoons and stuff. Yeah. But Kyle Rainier was like the dude in the books. Yep. And that's what I was reading. And Rainey in the Peter David run has like a run in, like a pretty cool fight with Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, actually yeah. have that book at home. I have that issue. Peter David Aquaman was. Yeah, he fought Superboy too. Like, there was a yeah. bunch in that. <laughs> Peter David was like my favorite writer also in the 90s because um, also Young Justice. Yep. Peter yeah. David Young Justice was like. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize, like, how long Young Justice has been around. Like, they see the, the TV show and, like, immediately just associate it with that. But, like, Young Justice has some really cool books. I, I think, honestly, if I had to compare, I would go Young Justice over Titans. Yeah, oh, me, me too. Me too. Yeah. That's the group that I, like, the, the younger group that I associate with that I like so much. And, like, that's why I like when... Like, Teen Titans Go is actually more Young Justice for me, because they're kind of goofy and wacky and, like, yeah. <laughs> got their quirks like that, whereas Teen Titans was a little more serious and a little more, you know, yeah. like, but I like when it's a little more quirky. Yeah, and Peter I agree. David was really good at that. Yeah, I agree. And he, he's good at, like, balancing it, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Having those awesome action sequences and a really good story with, like, the goofy quirkiness. And he was good at giving everyone their own voice. Yeah. Yeah, which is real tough in those, like, giant... Mm-hmm. Cool Even the books. talking dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you have a, a favorite villain? I don't know if I do. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing comes to mind off the top of my head. Um, I always like that style of villain where, like, you can almost see where they're coming from. Okay. Like, you get, like, yes, they're evil and they're doing terrible things, but, like, at the end of the day... They do kind of make a point given what their thought is. Like, uh, like Lex Luthor is a, like a, a, usually a good example. Yeah, because what he does kind of balances on the line a lot of times. Um, like this year, the villain thing they're about to start. Yep. Uh, I heard like the base of the concept behind it is that Lex Luthor comes, everyone is like, "Here's the deal. 
Justice League just broke the source wall. Everyone's going to die in like a year. I'm going to give you guys all the money you want and whatever superpowers you want, and let's just tear it down for the next year. Let's just all be, do whatever we want. Oh, that's it's like, it's like purge, like oh. super purge. Like, <laughs> I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. He's like, in theory, to a lot of people, he's doing the right thing. Yeah. He's like, everyone's got a year to live. Let's live it. Yeah. Here's superpowers. Here's all the money you could want. Let's live it. That's awesome. And then, yeah, everyone's got to yeah. deal with it. And it's like, oh, I see that point. Yeah, Lex is a cool one because he can kind of play both sides. And, like, when he's a villain, you, like, want them to stop him. But when he's on the hero side, like, you cheer for him. Yeah, yeah, That's a, I love that, um, oh, my gosh, now I just forgot the name, that No Justice run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was great in that. It was And it was cool seeing, like, the villains kind of get, like, soaked into the hero side of that. And it was a ton of fun. I, I kind of hope that they made, like, actual books out of some of those groups. Yeah. You know, because oh, we too. only got them for a couple issues. And I was like... Oh, I would read a full book of this random ancillary group going around yeah. doing things. Yeah, it was, there were some really cool teams in that. Yeah, because they just they took they took the Justice League, they took the Titans, and they took everybody, and they just kind of mashed them all up. Yeah. and it was like, oh yeah, and this is cool. Yeah, that was a fun, a really fun set. I think I'm, that's one I kind of hope becomes an animated movie at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It'll be a lot of work. You yeah, like <laughs> a lot of casting alone, like yeah. voice casting, and because each team had like. There was like what four, five, teams, four or five, yeah. And they all had like six, seven members. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They've got a lot going, and like they have their own like animated universe. It was only, and it was only like a six issue thing. Yeah, right? it was short. Was, yeah, it was short. Uh, I remember thinking like oh, I could have used more of this. I would, yeah. I would have enjoyed more. Yeah, and that's one I could have went. All, covers were all super cool. Yeah, that was a good run. That's one that could have went probably like a good twelve issues, and right. I would have been fine with it. Like I know they just did like a twelve issue Freedom Fighter run. I would have liked that as a twelve issue run. I, as a human being who owns, oh by the way, we're we're coming to you live from Pop Rock. Yes, oops, I forgot that. <laughs> so I own a comic book store here in Rochester, New York. Comic book store, cereal bar, coffee shop, uh, all around place of geekery. Uh, and as a person who owns a comic book store, 337 East Ave, Rochester, New York, uh, I don't think we've sold more than two copies of any issue of Freedom Fighters. Yeah. Like, nobody buys it. I think Gullo was one of those sales. And it's like, <laughs> and I, I picked it up, so I was like, yeah, let's, let's go for it. It's a thing, but like, 12 issues? Yeah, that's a lot for Woo. that kind of, very ambitious. <laughs> so, we know you, you do, um... You are a wrestler. You uh-huh. still are a wrestler. Uh-huh. I, I've seen a ton of your matches. I, I'm a fan, obviously, and I'm not just saying that because I eat, ate cereal and I'm in a good mood. <laughs> but more again, more important to me, like comic books. Why comic books? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, I I had friends who were a little bit older than me who were into comic books. Like I said, I got into the '90s Aquaman run and like the Young Justice stuff. But that's because I had friends who were older than me who had all those issues who I went back and read. When I first started buying comic books uh, was when the Ultimate Universe was coming around. Oh, cool. So, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, and then everything that came with it, Ultimates, and all that stuff. I had, like, from the beginning, which is why I also have, like, this whatever for for Bendis. Yeah, that makes sense. Because when I first started reading, yeah, it was... I was reading uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, like, basically from probably, I think, issue four was, like, the first one I picked up or something. Yeah. And Ultimate X-Men right from the start. 
Yeah, that was his, like, Marvel heyday, now that I think about it. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense, then. Yeah, his run, like, it's one of those crazy runs that you, like, I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about his run on Ultimate Spider-Man. He went, like, 100-something yeah. issues, which guys just don't do anymore. It just yeah. isn't a thing that you do, like, 150, 160 issues on one character. Like, one creative team just does... Yeah, you usually get like a like your story in, and then you're out. Like Snyder was maybe the only other one that did a ton with Capullo for, yeah. for Batman. And now Tom King's trying to get it to a hundred, or he says he's going to get it yeah. to a hundred, and that's like a big thing. Yep. But yeah, so I got into comic books because I had friends of mine who read comic books, and we would make trips to the comic book store. And yeah, I mean, I've fallen in and out of them over the years a ton of times, just because convenience or price or, yeah. you know. Now you kind of have time. to do it. <laughs> yeah, but even now, man, it's like, sometimes, like, I'm, a, I'm I think, two weeks behind right now on my books, because I keep adding more books. Yep. I don't know why I do that to myself. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so behind. Black Cat number one? Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah. It's like, why did I read Black Cat number one? Why did I read Black Cat number one? I'm two weeks behind on my books, and I read Black Cat number one. Why not? It was pretty good. Yeah. I'm like... But, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I need to pick up another book from a character that I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah. I, I, I literally don't care if Black Cat lives or dies. Yep. But I was like, I'll read Black Cat number one. When I have I have a stack. I have a pile. Yeah. Number ones are taunting. Like, sometimes it's like, well, if this is really good. I want to start it from the beginning. But, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I have probably a stack of, like, 50 unread books right now. Yeah. And the ones that I've read out of it, the stack is, like, four high. <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, black cat number one. I don't yep. know why I keep going back to that. Because it, it's literally a thing I did. Yeah. I physically did that. When I have a stack, I was like, black cat number one? I'll read this. Mine was, I saw the Cosmic Ghost Rider and they had like all five issues that are out of this one or all four. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. four at the time. And I have all four issues just sitting there. I was like, I'm going to grab them all at once. Boop. Nope. Still haven't gotten to you yet. And now there's more of you. <sighs> I didn't do Cosmic Ghost Rider. Although, yeah, I, I like I like Venom and I like Guardians, but I was like, I am not going down the Silver Surfer Black Road. I am not going oh, down yeah. the Cosmic Ghost Rider Road. I am not doing it. Yeah, yeah. It was hard, especially seeing, like, a Cosmic Ghost Rider, not the Marvel Destroys the Universe, but the one before that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a cover of Thanos in the Punisher outfit. Yep. And I was like, aw, right. I gotta know what this is. <laughs> At least gotta find out the backstory. Johnny Cates is like, yeah, Marvel's all star right now. Yeah, like, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I'm loving. Like, there's that's the thing. There's like, there's some duds out there. Oh, for sure. And we were talking before this started. Yep. Like, Marvel puts out so much stuff. So like, you're gonna get duds. And like, and more with Marvel than DC. And that's just yep. because they put out so much more. Yeah. There's like so many ancillary titles that we don't need. And then they'll yeah. It's hard to. I've noticed this this day and age for me, it's hard to fall in love with a Marvel character right now because at one point there's like six versions of them. Yeah. And I kind of struggle with that. Like it's it's really hard to be like this is my Spider-Man because I can pick up six different issues, friendly neighborhood, I can, which is awesome actually. Yeah, it is awesome. It's really good. But then uh, Black Suit Spider-Man and and what's it, uh, Spidey now, and I can pick all those issues up yeah, and get there's Miles so Morales many. Yeah, there's Miles Morales, amazing, and now Spider-Gwen is becoming Ghost Spider, which, by the way, Ghost Spider's been really good, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Spider. fan of that suit, let alone yeah, Gwen. I like Spider-Man, but so I'm a guy who just winds up reading all of them, yeah. I'm like, I don't need all of these, yeah. why am I reading all of these? I don't exactly. read Superior. I don't read Superior. 
No, one I don't read. People really? tell me I should, but it's like, no, I'm not doing it. The, the first run was good. The original run was really good, but I haven't gotten to the new one at all. No, yeah, agreed. I, I did read some of the original runs, yeah. but I'm not reading any of the current ones. But I'm also an auto fan, so that... That'll help. Yeah, that helps a lot. I can take them or leave them. Really? Honestly, yeah. Fair so that's, enough. That's where that's where it kind of loses me. I'm like, do I need Otto Octavius' stream of consciousness in <laughs> Spider-Man's body? Probably not. Yeah. This isn't a book I need. I get that. I'm a Doom fan, so like by <sighs> default, I'm a big Otto fan because they're very similar in a lot of ways, in my opinion. But uh, but that's Marvel. But like we said, we're DC guys, both of us actually, sure. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, the show I, I normally host it with with Matt. And with Gullo, who are both huge Marvel fans. Um, okay, and uh, I wish I wish they were here to to explain themselves. <laughs> <laughs> not not in that, but like I when nowadays when I hear people say that they're Marvel guys and not DC guys, I just assume they don't read comics yep. that much, or yep. that they watch more than they read, and that's fine. Yep. Um, or that they started watching and that's what got them reading, which once again is fine. But for people who read more than watch, more than watch, yeah. I feel like they typically tend to steer towards DC because it makes more like once again the character there isn't seven different of every character. Yeah, and there's you know? some really interesting stories there's, all at once. There's less books. They're more yep. contained. They're they're like a more consistent and steady. Mm -hmm. stories and uh, so yeah that's why I, I wish they were here to explain their, their their Marvel over DC fandom I know part of it is the animated stuff like okay um, we're well, at least me and Matt are both mid 20s sure so we had the X-Men animated yes Hulk and Agreed. Fantastic Four and all that so I know that it's Spider-Man so that helps but I think a lot of it too is that was what they watch and then they read what they're watching yeah um, I, I know another thing too, cause it was hard for me when I got back into books because DC doesn't release so many titles. When you go and look at a wall of DC, there's not a lot of low numbers. Sure. When you look at a wall of Marvel, there's so many low numbers. It's like, I can just hop into this. Yeah. But then you wind up with, uh, Spider-Man <laughs> reptilian rage number one, which yeah. is like some offshoot story. Yeah. that they just like, and that drives me crazy too. Yep. Like, why are you doing Like, it's, it, it feels so... It's very cash grabby. It's very just. I'm putting out this story that I could have just put into a Spider-Man book, but I'm putting it into its own title, so yep. people buy this. I I don't do miniseries well. I get that. Uh, if I know it's a miniseries, it'll be the first thing I drop off of. If my like is getting too big, I'll be like, okay, well I know that at the end of this thing, it's just its own contained story, yep. and I don't really need it for anything. So it's got to be interesting to grab me. Yeah, yeah, or like, uh, or potentially leads into something else. Yes. You know, it has to have like, I need everything to have an end game. I need everything to have like a reason for being, but if it's just its own contained story, like Symbiote Spider-Man. Yeah. It's Peter David doing Spider-Man. I was like, yep, doing it. I got through like two-ish, the first two, and I was like, I'm not going to pick this up anymore. Huh. I know it's just like a throwback story, and it's not going to lead anywhere, and it's just its own thing. I, I just don't have time. And if I don't have time, that's what I'm going to kick. Yep. Marvel puts those out. Uh, that's, uh, that's it. That's all they put out right now. Like, yeah. it's rare. Like, I think Moon Knight got up to 200. Yeah. And then Daredevil got up to, what? Daredevil got pretty high. Didn't it hit, like, 600 issues on a run? And then they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just they just kicked it back. Yeah. So, uh, but it's all their, like, lower level, like, 
you have to be a comic book fan to really dig these characters and know their stories for us yep. to do a wrong, long run on it. Like, I don't know. Captain America has like Captain America and the Invaders right now. And yeah, once again, not reading. <laughs> yeah, straight up, I saw it come out and I was like, nope, this I'm not reading this. You're not missing much. I wasn't crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't even know who's on it. I know that uh, everyone's going crazy about Chip Zdarsky on Invaders, right? Yeah. And that's supposedly been super good, and I missed that from the get. But I don't. Those characters aren't ones that I really connect with necessarily. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I'm all set on this anyways. I heard it's really good. But, yeah, Captain America and the Invaders? No, I'm all set. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Spider-Man Reptilian Ranch? I'm okay. I don't need <laughs> this in my life. I, I don't know. But then they do, DC does stuff like this deceased run. Yeah. I don't know if I needed, I didn't need I another superhero need zombies. But the, the variant covers got me for one. <laughs> That it cover with oh, yeah. Robin and the Joker. Yep. It's and then perfect. right after Poison Ivy with the uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street cover, I was yep. like, okay. And I don't buy variant covers very often. <laughs> like I, the hip hop variant covers get me, and like occasionally I'll see something. I just that's just cool, and I have to have see it. all the card stock year the villain covers. Yeah. With just the villain's faces on like a hard card stock. Yeah. Man, those are so cool. The Lobo one looks super cool. Uh, I think just this week it was just Deathstroke. Really? Rod and Harley Quinn. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. They, they just started the Year of the Villain variants. I might have to grab Rod. <laughs> but anyways, DCs. It's cool. Possibly the worst title of a book. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, yeah, no. This is going to be a sci-fi movie. Nope, nope. Not. This is dumb. <laughs> and then I read it, and I was into it, and I was, the second issue was. Yeah. Bananas. I haven't read three yet, but I'm super into it. It's really creative. I like the, the DC take on it. I really yeah. like that. Like that it's the DC universe specific. It's not just, here's some zombies, like, have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom Taylor's killing it. I don't know where Tom Taylor came from, but yeah. I love DC's and I love Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Yeah, which are the two things he's doing right now, and they're both great. So He's good like, at attaching uh, emotion to his characters, like big time, like invoking emotion out of the readers. And like, that end scene of DC's 2 with Batman and Alfred? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> on the edge of my seat. Like, that's my pages. favorite, like, that's my favorite dynamic, honestly, in comic books is, is Alfred and, and Batman. Okay. Um, it's weird. I'm into that. But, like, there's a, there was the Grim Knight. So, you, I know you said you got too big into all the metal yeah, I didn't stuff. I behind metal. I, I just, it just missed me. But, like, Grim Knight is basically Punisher Batman, and there's an issue where, like, Alfred's like, look, I gotta walk away. And Batman's like, all right, if you walk away, you know what happens. And as he walks away, he hits a button and Alfred's head explodes. And you're like, what? <laughs> and it was amazing. It was just like very emotional. Like Batman's like almost got a tear in his eye while he's doing it. But it was like, this is cool. Yeah. This is super cool. I, and you don't, you don't find that in Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and sometimes you do. It's not something I don't like Marvel yes. books, and I read oh, a yeah. good portion of Marvel. You said you didn't read The Hunted, but I really liked The Hunted. I got like Spider-Man. I think I got to issue twenty-one of that. Did you read the one with the Gibbon? Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> that book hurt me. That yeah. book visit. I I remember flipping to the last page, realizing he was dead, and flipping through the next page, which was the back cover, and being like, no. No, they killed him. It made me, like, really not like the Vulture. <laughs> it made me, like, yeah, I remember getting, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel yeah. right. Yeah. Like, and then I was like, the next issue came out, and I thought, well, at least we got through that Gibbon thing. And then they're, like, talking about the Gibbon, and I was like, just don't talk about the Gibbon, man. You're, you've hurt me enough. 
And then you get past that, and they start talking about the lizard's son, and you're like, oh, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, heck? Yeah, yeah. No, no, they, yeah, they, I, thought it, I thought that whole thing was real. Yeah. Cool. I have to finish. I actually have all the issues for yeah. it. They're in my red pile, or my unread pile. <laughs> Once again, I'm a couple weeks back, so I just read the, the epilogue to it. Yeah, leading into the next story. So I would say get to the end of Hunted, just so you can get the, if you like Amazing Spider-Man, that the epilogue book that leads into what's probably happening yeah. from here on out is good, good. Well, they're really pushing that issue 24 cover, uh, and it's gorgeous. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. It's really I, different. So I try, I have these Marvel and DC previews books, so I have to order the titles coming up, and you got to order two months ahead. But for a guy who's reading, it's like, these are spoilers. I, <laughs> yeah, I have to be very that. careful about what I, like, read through these things when I'm looking at them. You know, I have to be very, uh, you know, uh, eyes on the prize. Just look at the, look at the cover and look at the number and look at the, see how many, you know, how many I want to order. I can't, like, dig in too deep. Sometimes I read the description, I'm like, Oh, come on, man. Yep. <laughs> Two months from now. Spider-Man 25, Death of Mary Jane? No! <laughs> exactly. Like, that would suck. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. That's got to be like, you're like it's, walking on eggshells. <laughs> it's tough. But I, I do kind of, sometimes, I'm not big on like, spoilers don't ruin things for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't, like, I'm still going to read it. I'm still going to see how they got there. I still want to see, like, what happened exactly. to get there. So it's, that's a wrestling thing. We know the ending. How do we, it's it's the story to get the there. Way we're yeah, yeah, of course. I, I've because you can. I feel like you can tell the same story. I yeah. think comic books do that sometimes. The same story, like the same ending, but get there in like ten different ways. The yeah. multiverse does a great job with that kind of stuff, and like, we see it all the time. Right. Um, it relates yeah. back to wrestling. Yeah, you're, you're just yeah. trying to get to that same end, but how how can I make my yeah. the, the 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 journey there a little different? Yeah, and it's great, and that's, again, that's probably something I, I enjoy about comic books. But I do try to avoid the spoilers in the book to, you know. I don't blame you. I just can't. I just don't want it. I just, I, you know. Yeah. It makes it more fun. I don't want to know. I want that last page reveal to, like, get me. And yeah. you said you're behind on Flash, so I won't spoil it, but I think I'm one back on Flash from the current. But the, I think, part three of year one, that last page turn is one of those. <laughs> You're just doing this till I walk out spending money today. I'm going to walk out with that next issue because I don't think I have it yet, and I'm going to go walk over the shelf and be like, oh, yeah, that's the one. I might even just read it before I leave here. Yeah. Just because I just read it, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. That, like, cliffhanger comic books, is it sucks, especially because sometimes, like, like, Last Night on Earth had a great cliffhanger. It's a month for the next issue. <laughs> You're like, come, come on. I think a month is the perfect amount of time, though, because I don't know if you get to reading some of those every other week books. Yeah. Uh, I find I, I get behind on those a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm more apt to just kind of put it to the side and read the book that I've been waiting four weeks for as opposed to the book that I just read two weeks ago. It's that anticipation. It's that, like, exactly. giddy little kid feeling. Like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Like, same thing with, like, TV shows. Like, my girlfriend will binge watch a show. She'll yeah. just watch all of it. But I like epi- weekly episodic. I like having to wait a week. I like when a, a show leaves me in a place and I'm like, oh, man, 
and I want to see the next one, but I can't see the next one. You fall you know? thinking about it. Yeah, I like that. I don't like being able to just go watch it all. Yeah. I don't like the Netflix way of like, oh, I can binge watch all 13 of these right now. That's a movie. Yeah. Uh, we have those. So, like, I like waiting. So Cliffhangers even, mean nothing when that happens. Like, yes. why'd you end on a cliffhanger? Exactly. <laughs> so even when these shows, I can get them all in a row, I'll space them out. Yeah. You know, even if it's a day or two. I, I'm not a binge watcher. Yep. I just can't do it. And the same, it's probably because of my comic book reading. I like the anticipation. I like the way. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm doing that with, like, Swamp Thing right now. It's also because I know it's ending. But <laughs> it's like, uh But I'll I'll bounce. DC streaming services that great. They'll... They'll wait a week. Yep, you wait a week. And then with the animated series, because they're a little smaller, they release three episodes at a time, which I actually love that. I'm Into like, that. I can get like a my mini binge in and then move on to something else. Sure. Or if you want to, or if you want to break it up throughout the week, you can watch one here, one here, yeah. one here. You know, like there's plenty it's great. of things you can do. It's great. It's really good. I love that we like had a topic. Oh yeah, yeah. What are we, <laughs> we talking talked about? for like 25 minutes without? I don't even mind because this is okay. great. Um, I did though. I did take so we're, so DC. Yes. They love DC Comics. Right. What stinks about DC, not stinks, but it's not the best, yeah. is the movie universe. Sure. And so it, it's had its gems. It really has. I really, I have stuff I'm looking forward to in the movie universe right now. Yeah. Um, I actually love Shazam. Okay. Like, I really did. I would have cast someone differently, but I did enjoy it. It was a fun movie. I'm yet to see Shazam. Really? Yeah. I don't get to the movies often. Okay. And I know it just hit, like, uh... DVD, digital, and all yeah. that stuff. So I'll see it now. Now I'll see it. But Fair enough. Uh, I just don't get to the movies often. If I'm going to see something, it's got to be something that I'm like super crazy yeah. stoked to see. It's the only time I go to the theaters. I go to the theaters like four or five times a year. Really? Yeah, I just don't. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> just don't do it. I'll wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. So Shazam is one that I, I missed, but I was excited for. Okay. Um, but uh, we talked about Aquaman, yep. Jason Momoa, not my Aquaman. Despite me not liking the person they cast as the title character, I thought the movie was great. Yeah. Which is, like, such a like an indictment for the movie, you know? Yeah. Like, if I can say that I didn't like the human they cast as the main character, who the movie is based around, but I still really enjoyed the movie... It's got to be a pretty good movie. I think it helped, too. Like, the rest of the casting was pretty solid. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, every other character, I was like, yeah, I'm all about it. Like, yeah. I almost would have flipped, as weird as this sounds, not, like, it, not in a perfect world, but I almost would have been fine with, like, putting Patrick Wilson in the Aquaman role instead of the Ocean Master role. Interesting, yeah. He's, he's more Nordic, and, uh, but that's the thing. Once you have Ocean Master as this type... Then Momoa being so opposite doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're I like agree. you have to like keep a continuity for that. And we talked about it because like right now, currently, when is this podcast going to drop? Uh, this will probably be either up tomorrow morning. Perfect. So still relevant. Everyone's going crazy about Ariel right now. Yeah, and who they just cast as Ariel, and like. Uh, it's preposterous. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely preposterous. But along the same lines, when they cast Momoa, for me it was like, just a, it doesn't make sense thing if the rest of the cast is going to be such a way. So, yes. like, as long as, uh, right, when you cast Ocean Master as this blonde hair, blue eyed, and then you cast Aquaman as this, like, island tattooed, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What Polynesian, Hawaiian style. 
uh, or, you know, yeah. type of person. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, so if uh, Little Mermaid casts uh, Idris Elba's Triton as one of the rumors. Right, so that's that <laughs> I love is, that. That is fine. But if they cast uh, Harrison Ford as Triton, that is where oh, I'm going to lose. that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the equivalent of doing Ocean Master yeah. and... Uh, and Aquaman, like they did, it just doesn't make. It's just so. We might if that was if they tried to keep it all Polynesian, we would end up with like The Rock or Roman Reigns as a motion master. But if you're gonna do it, don't you have to? <laughs> yeah, I agree. And do it. <laughs> I agree, and they they played it with the the dad, and it, and and I I get why they did it with like the Polynesian culture, but I also prefer the more. That like, well, you're a Peter David fan, yeah. But I prefer like the royal, like kind of tough Aquaman, that more like kingly attitude. Agreed, and that's and that is what I didn't like about Momoa. He was too broy. Yeah, he was too Momoa with it, which is fine. But like, he's Aquaman. Yeah, he's the king of Atlantis. At the end of the day, that's what we always like. Yeah, go back to he's he's like a hardworking royal. Yeah, and, like he's not a quippy bro type of dude. Felt like, like DC a, Thor. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of the vibe I got. And I'd have preferred a Hemsworth as a as an Aquaman. Yeah, I'm not good with that. For sure. And, and like, that's why we were talking about, or eventually we're going to talk about casting. Yeah. Like, uh, it sucks because all of the, like, the good, like, big name actors Marvel has already used. Yeah. And it sounds silly to say, but like, oh, if I was going to cast a new Aquaman, it would be like Chris Hemsworth. You yeah. You know? Or Liam Hemsworth, I don't care. Yeah. They're both, like, they both fit the bill for me, as I, far as that goes. And they are both have more of a straightforward yeah. approach, and, and they probably could have done it a little less. You remember uh, Hartley from Smallville? He played Arrow. Yes. At one point, he was going to be Aquaman. Um, really? And then they had changed him to be Arrow. Uh, Green Arrow on Smallville. Yeah. And I actually would have, like, been okay with that. Even now, I would have oh. been okay with him playing... Did he play Aquaman in the... Who played Aquaman in the, that pilot? Did you that was him. Pilot? Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. him. The pilot episode on that is so funny. On the yeah. DC Universe Network. That is, like, a thing that's... I'm so glad this network exists just so I can get something wacky like that. Birds of Prey, Human Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff that I know, like, it's just... Well, what? Birds of Prey, I remember, like, there's DVDs of that. You can you can buy yeah. that somewhere. That Aquaman pilot is was like potentially lost forever. Huh? Yeah, and now it's on the DC network, which is fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, I would have been fine with him. Now, actually, I have someone else. I would I would have leaned him more towards like a Barry Allen now. Uh, okay, but yeah, I have I have some weird thoughts. So let's let's talk it. Let's if you were to cast your own. DC Universe. We'll yeah. start with, you know, the top Justice League members. So here's here's where I always go with uh, the DC movie universe versus the Marvel movie universe. So Marvel's first, like, hit uh, was kind of uh, Iron, it was Iron Man, right? Yeah. And, but what people don't tend to remember now is that Iron Man was like a B-list character. Yeah. And they put out Iron Man. Yep. You know, so that always kind of gets me with the, if when you flip the script and say DC, DC hammers Batman and Superman and these, like, the A characters into yep. your face. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like if DC were to flip the script, 
you wouldn't start with the Justice League members. And if you were going to start with the Justice League members, you would dig down the, the rabbit hole a little further and do, like, a Martian Manhunter. Oh. Who is, like... I like that a lot. You know what I'm saying? You would go Martian Manhunter first, and you'd get people invested in these characters that they didn't exactly know. Yeah. And then you would introduce, uh, like, I don't know, another, you know, then you would throw the Green Lantern movie, or then you would throw the Aquaman movie. Yeah. And then you would be like, okay, now that we've got you invested in two characters from the league, here's this Superman movie. Yeah. You know? I like that a lot. So that's always what I thought, and I still think they have an opportunity to do that. My, my big current pitch, which we're putting out on this podcast right now, is just the thing that I tell people all the time. If I'm DC and I want to try and like turn this thing around and the, the, the movie universe, I go Plastic Man and I do it before Marvel has a chance to fix Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Because they, they've screwed up so many times. That I think you can get away with doing a Plastic Man movie, and nobody will be the wise. I love that. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> who who would be your Plastic Man? Jim Carrey. Yep. I'm glad we were in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's perfect. Like the easy A and like one one A choice. He is like yeah the perfect choice. And yeah, can you imagine they throw a Jim Carrey Plastic Man movie out there? Yeah. Like. Come yeah. On. I like that a lot. Yeah. So that's my current pitch. They throw out that. People will love it. Yeah. Get some good press. Then you can start building the rest of the characters around. I agree with that. Um, and like I was saying earlier, it's tough for current day uh, movie casting as far as comic books go because Marvel yeah. expanded their universe so wide. Yeah. So they reach, you almost have to reach into the, like the barrel and take some some of those actors that are just starting to blow up. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's tough. Yeah. That's like... <laughs> that's, Really, really difficult. Um, I also think that uh, I don't know. It's weird because DC really crushed it with those TV shows. Yeah, Arrow and Flash are so, 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 so good. Yeah, I agree. And so then it's tough for us to see anybody else as those yep. roles. I was not into Ezra Miller as the Flash. Neither. And it could be because I'm I'm pretty stuck on Grant Gustin. I agree. But then when I think about it, they just threw Grant Grant Gustin into the role in the movie. I'm not sure that necessarily makes sense yep. either. So they've kind of yep. screwed themselves. And I I talk about I've talked about this before, but like I think uh, I think at this point with content in general, like when you think about doing characters or doing certain things, it's like, okay, you have to decide. Are you going to commit to a movie with this character? Are you going to commit this character to a TV show? Are you going to commit this character? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's it's not as black and white as I guess it used to be. You're almost stuck, like, maybe we, instead of a Barry, we go with, like, a Wally West. Yes. Sure. Yeah. And, uh... But yeah, well, now with the Disney Plus, yeah, their streaming service with the uh, with just the options of Netflix and Hulu and all this stuff, and how these things are almost the way to go and the way to get your product out, as opposed to putting out a gigantic like blockbuster movie. Yeah. It's there's so many choices to be made. You look at the DC universe; they they went Swamp Thing, um, yes, Star Girl, like. Interesting. like yeah. 
some weird, like, more B choices. Doom Patrol? Doom Patrol was great. And, uh, yeah, Doom Patrol is definitely a group that I knew of. Yeah. But could have cared less about. Yeah. And they were always just ancillary characters in other stories, like Titan stories or other things. So they would always just pop into things I knew. Yeah. But never really anything I cared about. Man, that show was good. Yeah. It was really, really good. I'm a big Morrison fan, so I really, like, I was like, okay, this, I'm interested to see where this goes. Plus, like, Brendan Fraser? Yeah. <laughs> Matt Bomber? Like, I was like, huh, weird uh, cast. So, remember when, remember Brendan Fraser when The Mummy came out? <laughs> yeah. I guarantee he was on lists for, like, Sexiest Man Alive. Had to have been on that list. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, Probably. 90s Brendan Fraser? Like, he was... He was cast as Encino Man just because yeah. he was, like, this handsome, jacked-up dude. And, and then, like, you look at him now and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks Holy awful. Smokes. But, man, was he good in that. Yeah. And, man, was that, was that a lot of fun. Yeah. I it's it's a it. really cool cast. Uh, and, again, it, it, but that, that the service is showing, like, take some risks with some smaller, smaller characters. Well, right, and that goes back to what I was saying, like, with a DC, uh, when you cast a DC extended universe, like, for movies and stuff, I don't want to, like, I'm, I'm fine with them doing Pattinson as Batman. I totally I'm, am. I'm interested in it, and I am. And anybody who hates it, like, I don't know, those were the same people who probably hated when they cast Heath Ledger as the Joker. Yeah. Because everybody hated that choice. Yes. Yeah. Everybody hated that choice. Yeah. And like, people don't remember hating that choice. Everybody hated that choice. I the equivalent. He was, people knew him from 10 Things I Hate About You. And a Night's Tale. A Night's Tale and Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. That's what people knew him from. Yeah. And he went out and crushed that. Yeah. So, I wasn't a huge fan of it as a comic book Joker. But sure. as a performance, it was incredible. Unbelievable. And, like, it was a great counter to Christian Bale's Batman. Right. So you can't you can't deny it. Like, right. And who knows? It, it's going to be a different Batman than we're used to. Yep. But he's probably going to be a really good Bruce Wayne. As weird as that sounds, uh, like... So you think he's going to be... You think he's going to be Clooney, then? You think he's going to be good Bruce Wayne, potentially bad Batman? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I, I, that. I actually love Batfleck, so I'm a little upset just because... Really? I really I just like the idea of it. Uh, yes, okay. Okay. I don't think it got the fairest shake. Yes. Uh, which sucks, but it happened. And you like, we gotta roll from there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? He was very uh, Dark Knight Returns in the suit, and that's like my favorite visual. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not against Pattinson. But if I was gonna do uh, a DC universe, like I was saying, I would... I would stray away from Batman and Superman. Yep, for sure. Um, I think DC did a pretty decent job with Wonder Woman already. Yeah. I don't think they rushed it out of the park by any means, but I think they've done a good enough job that we don't need to touch on it anymore. No, I think she can... I I would keep Gal Gadot. uh, For sure. Originally, it was... Wow, I just forgot her name. Jessica Biel was like my original choice because I liked the thicker Wonder Woman. Yeah. But sure. Gal won me over. I really enjoy her. She's I'm, really good. She does a great job. Yeah. So uh, if I was going to dig in on a DC movie universe, like I said, I would go. I would go away from what they've already. I love that. Done. <laughs> I would go at the like I said, Plastic Man was my first choice, and mainly because 
once again, Marvel has swung and missed on Fantastic Four so many times. DC just needs to make contact on that one, and they could crush. And it's similar in the sense of, like, Iron Man was Robert Downey Jr.'s, like, return. It was his big comeback. Yeah. What has Jim Carrey done recently? He has that, like, one TV show I think he was doing yeah. on Stars that probably not a ton of people watch. Right. And Sonic, he's got up Yeah. Oh, and, and, not for nothing, when I saw him doing Sonic, I was like, oh, he's definitely in for Plastic Man. Yeah. Because there's a part of me that thought for a minute, like, uh, he's doing, like, artsy things on Stars. He yeah. probably wouldn't be down to, like, slum it in a comic book movie. You know what I'm saying? He probably wouldn't. Yeah. He wants to do, like, artsy performance, whatever, like he's doing on Stars. Nah. You in Sonic, dog. Yeah. You are ready for Plastic Man. <laughs> you are in. He's got, like, that goofy, like, cult star draw. I'm just going to go see it because it's a Jim Carrey movie. Like, and it's great. It could, exactly. But it could, something like that, I think, could jumpstart a, a yeah. DC movie universe. Yeah. And then from there, once again, since we already hammered the other ones home, I would redo Green Lantern. I wouldn't do Hal Jordan. I would do Kyle Rainier. A rainy, or or because enough people know about him, or Rainer. Well, you messed me up there. I said Kyle Rainey. <laughs> I know he listens to the show. What's up, dog? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Stewart, I would be okay with John too, Stewart. because uh, people know him. Sure. Uh, uh, I heard some Guy Gardner fan. <laughs> yeah, so am I. I heard rumors of uh, Green Lantern Core movie. Yes. Uh, 2021 or something. I think that's a weird, ambitious... It's too big. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> like, that's a whole universe you got to build. Yeah. Um, and getting getting lost in space stuff is real easy to do. Yeah, and that's, it, again, and it feels like a Marvel move because we need our space movie. Yeah. I love Hal Jordan, um, Oliver Queen, Buddy Cop, Green Arrow, Green Lantern comic. Yeah, where they're yeah, just yeah, traveling yeah, around yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. Did you read, uh, not to get off topic, did you read uh, Event Leviathan? I, I haven't. It's, not, it's another one in my stack. <laughs> uh, Bendis writes such a good Oliver Queen. that oh, And it's like, ah, oh, please bring me, like, because I was probably one of the only ones who read, was reading uh, yeah. Green Arrow before they canned it. Yeah. Which I enjoyed a lot. And they got rid of it and uh, they're kind of just plugging all of his meaning here. Yeah, he was just with he was just with Green Lantern and yes. they were like fighting like drug doing aliens like drug dealing yeah. aliens. It's awesome. I was like, this is great, this is what I want. <laughs> Oliver Queen's a great piece at yeah. this point, uh, and I feel like DC's going to use him in a bunch of different things. And once again, that's another one. Like, Oliver Queen, it's like, ah, I hate that Stephen Amell just crushed it, and we yeah. all are going to associate him with Oliver Queen forever, because Green Arrow would be yeah. uh, a fun one to get a movie out of. I want a more quippy Queen, though. Yeah, me too. Like, I like this, like, tough... A League of Assassins Queen, but I like also the, the quippy, like, Alan Churchick take. Like, he does all the animated and the games. Okay. Like, I love his take yeah, on yeah, yeah. Queen. I'm into that. So I would love to see someone do that. Someone yeah. who may not necessarily be a comedian, but, like, someone who could take that role. A lot of people say, um, wow, the name of Charlie Hunnam. Look-wise, okay. I love it. Yeah, but no, he's, yeah. Personality-wise, I don't feel it. No, I'm not into that. Yeah. I'm not into that either. Because I agree with you. I think it should be more of like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of even who I would yeah, go on an Oliver <laughs> Queen. And once again, it, it gets tougher because 
I don't want to go back to the well of someone that Marvel has already used as uh, another character. Yeah, you another character because they've already got the comic book thing. Like, because like Pratt would probably be a lot of people's choice. Sure. You know, like, because of his attitude, because of his love. Yeah, I wouldn't want to... He would just be too Star-Lord. It would just be more, just a different color exactly. leather. Exactly. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why this is fun, though, I think. Because it's like... It's hard, though. It's Marvel to look at what DC's probably going through mentally. Marvel has <laughs> made this hard for them. Yeah. Because they were, once again, they were, their universe is so big. you got to go a little lower. Like, I was thinking, like, if I were to cast the Flash, if I wanted to keep that, like, dorky, kind of goofy, I would go Ansel Edward. Um, he's been in, like, Divergent, and he was Baby Driver, was his, like, breakout uh, role. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I think as, like, a dorky, more Barry Allen, like... I think he'd be a good fit. I like Baby Driver a lot. Yeah, and he he like he had he showed his chops in that. And since he's been blowing up, he did these like cruddy like like rom coms, and all of a sudden it's like, who is this kid? Yeah. So grab him now. <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's what they have to do is like see these guys and go, okay, we're gonna take you now before this gets out of control, before Marvel casts you as. Who does Marvel even have left to cast? <laughs> At this point, you'd be X Men. Yeah, any everyone oh. left is going to be an X Men. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see Dark Phoenix? <laughs> Matt told me that I actually might enjoy it. Ooh, really? <laughs> yeah. I've, nobody who's seen it has told me that I would like anything about it. See, Matt and I think Rob Sweet both said it was alright. Okay. 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 And like. I trust those opinions. Maybe they, <laughs> I feel like at this point I actually might not either, just because I'm going in like expectations through the floor. Yeah. So like anything is gonna be all right. Probably. If you're walking in expecting to see a dumpster fire and it's just a regular dumpster, it's a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That dumpster's not on fire. Yeah, it's great. It's a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. That's where it gets hard. Like I have a Luther that I would love, but he'd be recycled. However, they haven't seen his face in Marvel. They use him as a voice. James Spader. Oh, man. I would love Spader as a as a Luther. I've been watching Blacklist, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's Lex. He's Spader. just an old Lex. <laughs> I like James Spader a lot. Yeah, and I think he'd be a real fun older Luther. Sure. No, and you haven't sense. seen him before. Like, sure, he was Ultron, but it was just a voice. And a lot of people probably didn't even make that connection if they're not, you know, movie buffs. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, that's Robert California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or that. There's also that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I would, but I would Speaking love of the that. office, though, Krasinski might be a good fit for, like, a, an arrow. You know? Yeah. Or, or a... Uh, Steal him before they get him for Fantastic. Fantastic Four? <laughs> because it's just a matter of time. Yeah. He would be a good... Um, Man, he could do a lot of things. Yeah, because he could do one of the flat. He could do a, a, a he could do a, a Kyle Rainier. Yeah, uh, pretty well. Uh, I think, and that was my big issue with the original Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds was that Ryan Reynolds is more Kyle Rainier than he is Hal Jordan. Yeah, if they were gonna cast a, a Hal Jordan, like you go like John Hamm for yeah. Hal Jordan, you know, like you don't go Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you know? I still wanted Bat Ham pretty bad, so. I can, but like he'd be a great Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you know, uh, that that was my thing about Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan was like a serious character, and they were like, "Well, we'll just kind of mix the personalities of all the Green Lanterns." And here's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's like, meh. I don't know. Don't call him one thing and have him act like a completely different. 
I, I would really like to see a Gardner just because it's a different attitude on screen. Yeah. And I hear that. But how do you get to Guy Gardner? Yeah. I just know. right off the rip. Yeah. I don't think you do. No. <laughs> no. And what is with this, speaking of how do you get there, what is with this new trend of movies about villains without the hero involved? That new Joker flick? Yeah, I don't know. How do you get to like? How do you get there, and how do you keep this movie interesting without Batman? What is you know? I it looks like it'll be fun. I would have been fine with them doing it like Red Hood Joker, and then like Shadow knocks him into the the bat, like random you know random Batman that you don't know is Batman. Sure, maybe. Yeah, but that's kind of what I want out of this. Um, Matt Reeves Batman is year one. Right. I really want year one. I want, I kind of talked about it on our Facebook Live. I want low level, like Carmine Falcone, maybe an early black mask. Like, I want the low level, like, criminal underworld. Yeah, you're not getting it. No, I know. <laughs> I know, it's fake. Like, give me De Niro as Falcone. Man. Yeah. That would be great. And if you want um, someone to play, like, literally go go old school, grab De Niro, yeah. grab Pacino, and have your own old school underworld. Yeah. Like, pull, it, pull those nods. Yeah. Have a little fun with it, but do something that brings people's attention to it as well. Yeah. yeah. But Roman Sionis would be great. Javier Bardem yeah. as Roman Sionis. Yeah. That's my, like... All right. All right. <laughs> But they've already cast, like, every villain who's ever existed in yeah. the Batverse for these flicks. And it's like, yeah. really? You're just going to throw them all out there? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, like they're already talking Penguin again. But they still, that's the thing. They've done all this and never touched that, like, Criminal Underground, really. Like, Batman Begins had, like, a, a little bit of it. But, like, early year one Batman just fighting the mob is awesome. You're just, and they're just leaving the door open. For Marvel to open that universe. Here comes like, Hammerhead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hammerhead and like Owlsley and like yeah. all these other ancillary underworld characters they have. You're just leaving the door open for it, man. Do just, what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Like Batman Street level. Like don't rush him right to cosmic level. Don't rush him right to these big dark side fights. Keep him on the streets to start. Yeah, like That's can, what, can we get Batman as a Detective yes. was a love of God. <laughs> the last detective Batman we had was Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. really. It was some detective work. Yeah, I mean, it's true, though. Like, when you think about any of these Batman movies, yeah. he is just super superheroing his ass off. Yeah. He is not no. detectiving anything. And that was my beef with Val, though, was he was super, but he wasn't even a martial arts master. He no. just elbowed me. Yeah, lots of them, too. He just held his forehead and just did bicycle twists and elbowing people, and that's it. Like, <laughs> that was all he did. <laughs> and it's like, I want, that's, that was why that Batfleck, like, action scene was so cool. I know he killed people, but watch him, like, flip around and use the grappling hook, and I was like, hey, look! Yeah. He's fighting. <laughs> he knows martial arts. It's great. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, where do you go? There's... There's a bunch of flashes. Like you can do Wally West. You can do exactly. Wally. So I think if DC's going to rebuild that universe, they start at the bottom, and then any character that they've done already, like a Green Lantern or a Flash, you just go to a different version. You yeah. go to Kyle Rainier. You go to uh, John Stewart. You go to Wally West. Yeah. Or you know. super weird thought. Okay. Just this is, and this could never happen. Uh-huh. But you take a break from your current universe. Yep. And you, you play to your strengths, which is multiverse. Okay. You start with JSA. Alan Scott, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you go all the way. Jay Garrick? Yeah. You that's go, a weird... That's and you a, get some older, weird somewhat washed as, up As actors. the kids are saying. Yeah. Uh, I think... Here's... here's. I would say you do some form of like... Uh, you do a Flash movie, you have Flash reset it all. Yep. You do You do the Flashpoint. Flash yeah. You do a Flashpoint style story where he just resets it all. Then you got a new starting point. Yeah. Like comic books do that all the time. Yeah. They'll they'll run some kind of massive event that basically wipes the the memory or the history or the whatever. Yeah. And then you have a new starting point. Well with DC fumbling this <laughs> movie universe pretty 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 good so far. Just do it. Just yeah. get a flash movie. Just hit that red red button. Just get a good flash. Get a, a solid flash a solid flash movie. And then you just you swirl that shit back up. Yeah. And then we can dive back in. And you can However give you want. people some stuff they want, like a Jeffrey D. Morgan Batman. Yeah. Like, I, I would love to see that. I'd love to see him um, in that role. You can still use some of the characters you already have existing. Sure. Let them be this last hurrah. Let, you know, Gail Godot and, and um, Momoa go fight. Right. Do the good Flashpoint story. Yeah. And then reset it. And then reset it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. We got what we needed out of you. At the end of the day, like, if you don't get, like, that's the thing about movies, too. If you don't get on these pretty quickly, yeah. these actors are going to be, like, fading past where you need them to be to yep. be these superhero roles. Yes. So, why don't they just swirl it up and, and take another crack yeah. at it? Start young. Start new. Take some risks at this point. Like, like I said, they're chasing, taking risks with this DC universe. Like, some of them are falling short. Some of them are going well. Like, the casting, we've talked about before, for Stargirl. Yeah. Like, you're pulling Joel McAllen for this? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> Luke Wilson? Like, what? <laughs> uh, the DC network, their their network, I think, is... I'm, I'm sad to hear rumors of it going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate to read that, like, Swamp thing's been canceled, and it's basically due to a tax issue. Yeah. Like, a filing of paperwork cool. issue. It's so cool. And that thing was casted pretty... Yeah. Pretty masterfully, yes. As well, a floronic man, like perfect. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I would hate for it to go anywhere, but I, I also get the same point. The the point from like Warner Brothers. If Warner Brothers is going to start their own network, why are they going to pump all this money into DC into one of their pieces doing its own thing? Unless they're going to fold it in. But then, even if they fold it in, like it's not going to be the same. Yeah, like, how much Marvel are we really going to get out of Disney Plus? How much new, solid yeah. Marvel content are we really going to get? I'm sure we'll get some. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get a decent amount. It's but, a lot of animated, from what I've been hearing, but for not Hulu. As, and, yeah, right, for Hulu and stuff, but the live-action yeah. new stuff. We're getting kind of re, re, rehashes on some characters that we've already seen, which is fine. Yeah. But, like, same thing for the DC, like, DC getting rolled into the Warner Brothers. There'll be less of it. Yeah, which is a bummer. And I, I think now, though, is, like, the time DC needs to step it up because Marvel's hitting that lull. They're in between phases. Yeah. They're resetting a lot of actors themselves. Like, right. they they basically just handed the torch to Tom Holland. Right. It's time to, to run, and you make your own stars. Like, that's the that's the one thing Marvel does great is they make their own stars. Right. Like, Chris Pratt was a big deal-ish, but Guardians made him. Yeah, not really, though. Like, yeah. what was he, I mean... He was popular from Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. Yeah. But not, like, 
not that kind of popular. Not it, movie it star. Like, not A-list celebrity yeah. star, you he know? He hit Marvel, and all of a sudden it was like Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. Indiana Jones is looking, was looking at him. It yeah. fell through, but like... Let's just keep putting him in all these roles. Hemsworth. Now he's in Men in Black. We're going to keep putting Hemsworth in all these roles. Like, do that. With DC, it's just, hey, we have these guys. Like, they kind of helped Cavill out, but not really. Like, Not really. Yeah. yeah. He was like, all right, I'm going to do this Mission Impossible movie and show up with a terrible mustache, a CGI mustache later for yeah. <laughs> Superman. He did not. No. Like, maybe, like, I think the only one that's really benefited is maybe Gal Gadot. Yeah, sure. sure. That's it. Uh, she, but she went from literal obscurity, basically. Yeah, like, she was in Fast and uh, Furious. Yeah, people, yeah. But. Taking a handprint off her <laughs> bikini, like that was her role in Fast and Furious. Right, yeah. so, yeah, took her from obscurity. But other than that, like, Marvel's just taken these people and elevated them to megastars. Yeah, but Marvel, and but you also got to think about Marvel. You can't just think of Marvel as Marvel now. The Marvel, yeah. the Marvel movie universe is Disney. Yeah. And Which is so good at that as well. Right. Is pros at that. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I don't attribute it to Marvel. I don't know. Yeah. You do, but you don't. It's, there's a lot, like, there's a lot behind it. You've got Feige behind all of it. I don't think you have, like, that big name when you say DC, like, let's see who so-and-so is doing it. Let's see who's going to make a decision at DC today. Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> they just have, didn't they just recently have, like, a big change in, uh, Power of top at DC. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, um, and I heard things were like in the comic book world, you know, like the solicitations and like other random stuff getting all kind of jumbled up because they just changed power up top. Luther bought it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 tough as a DC person. There's a lot of good stuff, it's, but it's a littler scale, like smaller scale. Yeah, and you're gonna see a lot of these. Basically, you get what. You get multiverse stories. That's what the movies are basically at this point. Like, right. I'm going to get this quick one shot. Shazam did set up for, um, a, a small spoiler, but they set up for the, um, wow, I forgot the name, so it's fine. The, the monster story. They set up with, um, okay. gosh, everything just disappeared. Mr. Brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they set up for all that, which okay. is great. Sure. The Society of Evil Monsters. Bam! <laughs> there it is. Uh, but... Like, I, I, Shazam could be a launching point for them because Zachary Levi is kind of that person who could run away a little bit. I think he could gain a ton of popularity. Sure. Um, Did you read the, that's, what was the, it was like, a, it was definitely a clickbait headline. It's like, Zach Levi says working for DC was way more fun than working for Marvel. It's like, <laughs> He was in a Marvel movie for four seconds. <laughs> of course it's more fun to be the starring leading role. Like, I didn't even click the thing, but I was he like... He not even, like... What? He shared that character with uh, Josh Dallas from Once Upon a Time. Like, what? <laughs> you what? Of course you do. What, why is this even news? Oh, yeah, it was... I just saw it the other day. Uh, I was like, what? So that, that, that's maybe your launching point, but there's so much, like... So, I guess what I will ask, because there's a lot... If there was a storyline they decided to put on TV or on, in the films for DC, like, is there a storyline you'd be like, I want that. Gung-ho, I want to see that. I don't know. So we were talking, and it's it's tough because, like, Flashpoint is uh, a great one, and it would be a great, like, reset point. Exactly. So it's, like, double, double-tiered. Yeah. Uh, in recent years... 
I thought, and I hate to go to a Batman story because we already said that Batman is something I, I probably wouldn't do, but man, that Court of Owls story I was thinking the same one. unbelievable. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It's so good. It was such a fresh feeling, like, new thing, yeah. and it, like, I don't know, and I, I understand that skipping a hundred years of, of history, and I understand that it's going back to a Batman character that I already think has been done to death, but man, that Gordon Battle story was so cool! And it was Detective Batman! Yes! It made yes, him a detective, exactly. it made it fun, it was more cerebral than yeah. physical, which is, like, my favorite Batman stories. Right. I, I, I agree, I just actually re- went back and read it because I love Snyder and Capullo's run of Batman. I thought it really, a lot of people say it, revitalized the character in the comic books and it really made it fresh and different and disassociated from people's ideas of what the movies had brought them to Batman on. And Uh and even that, in in my opinion, it almost did what like Bruce Timm's Batman series did. It like changed your perspective and view on this Batman character and it gave me like a new idea of what I'd want to see looking at a Batman. Yes. Yeah, right, right, right. And that's like that's what I'm saying. But once again I also hate that it's a Batman story and it's we've already talked about how Batman's been done to death. And you would like a low level gangster style Batman but I'm skipping eighty years (laughs) into Court of Owls. Which is so cool. Man, Court of Owls is cool. I I'm a Green Lantern guy, so I love the Sinestro Core Wars. Okay. Big time. That would be like an endgame level movie. Well, right, and that's the issue. Like, how do you get to these other things? Yeah. How do you get to a lot of this? You could almost have your own Green Lantern universe and forget about a lot of the other characters. But that that's takes, where it's that's some difficult. crazy world building. Yeah, exactly. Which would take a lot of time. Yeah, uh, and a lot of movies. Yeah, and that's why I think that Green Lantern Four movie is like, uh, I'll give it a, yeah. I'll give it a shot, because uh, in one uh, Aquaman movie where they didn't really touch on Atlantis as much as they could have, I thought they did a great job of building that world and that underwater feel and giving everything this cool underwater feel. Um, and I would love to see a movie based on like I said before. I, I would love. Uh, like Game of Thrones underwater style thing. Oh, that'd be awesome. Man. You know, yeah. they go to the different parts of the underwater kingdom of Atlantis. Like, they go down to the trench and they go, you know, I love the into trench. the different parts. Because just before Drowned Earth, that's kind of how Aquaman yeah. is being written with the different, like, yep. the different parts. They would, like, tell you what part of the kingdom they were in or what part of the, yeah. you know, the sea they were in. Uh, so that it got was, me thinking that yeah. in uh, basically like a Game of Thrones style so world cool. built underwater with Aquaman would be super duper yeah. cool and they, super yeah. fun. They didn't waste anything casting like the the kingdoms. Like they had some pretty big names yeah. as all the kings. So what are yeah. we talking about? Yeah, I remember when I saw the movie, I did not know he was in it, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like <laughs> freaking out. I was like, "Don't wonder it." But, yeah, it was great. And, like Dijman Hussan like lent his voice to the Fisher King, yeah, and yeah. he's also <laughs> Wizard Shazam. It's like, wait a minute, but it's awesome. I love it. He kind of does the same thing for Marvel. Like he's just, "Hey, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I could have been something, but I'm just here now." Right. Right. But yeah, I love that. That was my one beef with Aquaman. Is like, I love the trench storyline in Aquaman, and the trench was super cool. And it's James Wan. Like, horror is what he does. He does that so well. Right. He's shown it with uh, Swamp Thing. So, like, I love the trench, but I would have. They could have been a whole villain for one movie on their own. Well, right. And, and, yeah. If they, because uh, there is an Aquaman two yeah. in the works. Uh, I've heard that. That's that's kind of 
where we're steering right towards yeah. the trench. Which they're great. They're creepy. They're fun. Like yeah, oh, I, it's different. It's a very different villain. Like it gives sure. you this like zombie vibe without being zombies. <laughs> right. It's, and there's it's way more to them. It's kind of uh, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, yes. Was it the second one? Third one? Whichever one's There's got the <laughs> Barnacle Bill and all the, the creepy... <laughs> Barnacle Bill. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, uh, yeah exactly, though. Yeah, the, the, the third kind of creepy... Davy Jones' is, uh, yeah, yeah, Flying yeah, yeah, Dutchman. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. It would kind of be along that along that vein. Exactly. But yeah. I'd be into that. Me I'd too. be super into that. In a super Because, like, Pirates of the Caribbean is not really a superhero movie. But it's, yeah. you know... Would it be too hot in the head to be like, hey, we're going to cast Orlando Bloom as Oliver Queen? <laughs> What's Orlando Bloom doing now? Nothing. What Orlando Bloom looks like now? I bet you he's just like, I don't know, gained a bunch of, he's probably just like a yeah. big mess. Like, you're trying to cast like Pirates of the Caribbean Orlando Bloom. So I'm thinking like Lord of the Rings Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what Orlando Bloom looks like now. Yeah. You know? He looks like Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Yeah, he probably <laughs> does. I mean, honestly, in my head, I'm like, oh, I bet he blew it. Like, because he's not in anything. The last, so like, like, bloom fame he had was, like, he punched Justin Bieber. Is that <laughs> true? Yeah. Why? He was at a club and he punched Justin Bieber. How many like, years ago was this? This was, like, four years ago. This is bad podcasting, <laughs> but I'm going to look up right now. Orlando what? Bloom 2019. You won't be able to see it, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Orlando Bloom. What do you Oh, if that's him now, he's still handsome as crap. Darn it. Well, well he's perfect. Right <laughs> he's in. He'd be a good, good queen. Uh, he's, uh... What year is this? Is he Katy Perry? Yeah, I did know that. Did you? I didn't. Yeah. I don't know, though. He's a little older and more distinguished now. Yeah. He almost looks like a villain now. It's I know. Weird. I know. <laughs> With that bald head, he could be Lex Luthor. Yeah. Get rid of the rest of that hair. He'd be, oh, just shave your head. But, uh, we would if if he was Lex Luthor, they would end up making Katy Perry something, and that would make me uncomfortable. She'd be like <laughs> Chitara. <laughs> I'm not. Who's uh, who? They cast a Chitara. Didn't they cast? Uh, oh man, I don't remember. Uh, 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 what's her name? Or Chitara, Chitara. 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 Yeah. I'm, I went to Thundercats. Yeah. <laughs> Who did they cast as Cheetah, though? Isn't it, uh, uh, Kristen Wiig? Really? Are we a Kristen Wiig Cheetah? I think we are. <laughs> That's kind of weird, but That's I'm... awesome. I'm okay with it. I love yeah. Kristen Wiig. I'll watch her in anything. So, Jim Carrey, Plastic Man. You said Kristen Wiig. My ring went somewhere. Yeah. And then Bill Hader, Elongated Man. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. I, I I would watch that. I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, and when thinking about like uh, big name actory types that they haven't that Marvel hasn't touched yet, where do we put Zac Efron in this world? He's the one like superhero booster gold. <laughs> Young booster Man, gold. I watch the crap out of Zac Efron's booster yeah. gold. Because like I feel like they're looking at him as Human Torch. He'd be a great booster gold. Are they really? Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. But he's like that one, like, he's already in superhero shape anyways. Yeah. So, like, he's the easiest to plug yeah. in. I totally, at one point, said, like, I would be fine with Channing Tatum as Booster Gold as well. Yeah, that's And fine. then, like, Zac Efron is his Ted Cord. <laughs> he's not smart enough. <laughs> Easy. They would put Jonah Hill in that position, so I want anyone else there. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to kind of pair him up, always. No, Efron, but, like, Efron's got that kind of comedic chops where Efron yeah. could go into, like, 
uh, a Kyle Rainier lantern role, yeah. or he could go into like he'd be like a good Vicar Flash as well. Right, right, like a Wally West. Yeah, like throw him out as like a. Once again, I just say it because he's that like big name actor who's already in like shredded shape. So yeah. you could just put him as a superhero like that. And Steal him now. Don't yeah, let right, him up right, him. Yeah, don't let Marvel get their myths on Efron. I think they're kind of making a mistake, like putting Idris Elba in Suicide Squad. I think he's yeah. going to be cool. Um, I think there's better roles for him. I have, uh, I don't know, I have this blind faith in things that DC's doing from here on out, Yeah. and I kind of uh, wipe the rest of it Fair enough. a little bit, uh, because the this DC network they've got out, they're making a lot of like the right yes. fun choices, it seems. Like, Titans, I didn't love at the beginning, but by the end, I loved. And, the, and I'm super excited for, for the second season. Because I feel like they started hitting their stride somewhere in the middle, and I was like, oh, okay. How do you feel about that go. Batman casting? Who is it? It's, uh, oh my gosh, what's his act? Jorah Mamon from, uh, Jorah from Game of Thrones. I can't think of his real name. Oh, <laughs> okay, He's Batman. I, did see, I did see that, I did like, see that. Sure. I'll, yeah, I'll take it. He's an old grizzled Batman. Oh, okay. I guess I don't like. I don't hate it. We are yet to get the old grizzled Batman anywhere. Yeah. So let's get it somewhere. I don't hate it. Right. And you were talking about multiverses earlier. That's what comic books is. When yeah. people get all bent out of shape, like like Gotham, for example, people got super bent out of shape about some of the things they did in Gotham. Yeah. That's what makes comic books cool. Yeah. That you can take these characters and just turn them on their head. You and they to. have a completely different origin. And they come from this different place. Maybe we like that different place yeah. now. Maybe we don't. The you only like, thing they need to do is, like, they just haven't given a true Bane yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, like, juiced up prisoner. Like, I want Luchador Bane. I want that, like, super mastermind. He'd be another one I'd put Harvey Arbogan in the mask under. Like, I'd <laughs> be fine with that, too. <laughs> no, but if you're going to do, like, I was... I mean, of all the things in that uh, Batman and Robin movie, I think Bane was the thing I was most cool with. Yeah, just this juiced-up monster. Yeah, like okay, he looked okay. I can play with that. Yeah. I can that that flies with me. Everyone this, does like the gas evil talking. Yeah, 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 talking through a mask. Yeah. Like I don't he know. is super smart in the books, but he is. But he's also like a Hispanic hitman, right? Like right. he's I, there's he's just not, a different way to go about it. Yeah, and he's the character I feel like that uh, once once he was put out there as that different version, people are like, okay, we're rolling with it. Yeah. We're running with it. Yeah. It's it's ours now. It's ours to play with. So, but all characters are, and that's where I, that's where I come. Yeah, from. in my brain, I don't have a specific attachment necessarily to how any of them have to be. Yeah. They don't have to be any kind of way. I enjoy certain things. Like, I, I think, like, Hamill's Joker will always kind of sit like that animated yeah. Joker. It's hard to get past that. But I was just thinking, too, Spader would be a good freeze. Okay. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. hate that. <laughs> no. No. Uh, do you ever read, like, the old, like, DC castings from those original four Batmans? Do you ever read, like, uh, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've, now I'm going to have to. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. Cause you. <laughs> Swartz, you know, Schwarzenegger basically just, like, put himself in that movie. Yeah. yeah I, like, you see Schwarzenegger, you're like, oh, that's going to be Bane. He oh. was just the biggest actor in the world at the time. I was like, I want to be in this movie. So they made him Mr. Freeze. But there was talk of Patrick Stewart being Freeze. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, unfortunately, and they gave it to Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm picturing Stewart doing the Freeze puns. <laughs> It's still good to me. It's still good. So, but like, yeah, there's like actual, there's a bunch of like, 
like rumored castings from back in the day that are all like, whoa! I can't believe we almost got that. That's like I love the the when people do like the if the Avengers was cast in like the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. so good. Brad Pitt. Yeah. And it's like all Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, who's the one? There was uh, a rumored casting of Wolverine for a movie like in the nineties. And oh, Bob Hoskins was rumored to play Wolverine back in like the nineties in something, and I was like. I hate and love that so much. <laughs> what a different like world we live in that the Wolverine we grew up with was Bob Hoskins. Was <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit, Bob Hoskins. I don't know if I would have been able to handle that. I don't know either, but he's like a short, squatty, hairy dude. And I was yeah. like, I mean, if he could have gotten himself into some okay shape, like, I'd have bought that. That'd be like if we put DeVito in it now. <laughs> <laughs> but for the record... You can't cast anyone else as Penguin. It doesn't even make sense to me. No, you he's just, just here. Just cast the video. Just, just do it. Just do it. I, like, I don't hate the Josh Gad Penguin. I do I really either, like him. Yeah. I think he's very talented, and I think he'll bring, like, a good attitude to it. But, like, DeVito's still alive. Still around. Still around. You kind of got to do it if you're going to do it. Uh, but, yeah, uh... Bob Hoskins as Wolverine is just the world we almost lived in. I'm like Apparently, I'm I, don't, I don't even know what it was for, but I know it's a, it's a rumor that was out there. I don't know why ru- 90s rumored castings were a thing that I was down a rabbit hole on one day, but they're good. I, I'm it's I'm like going to end up doing it today now. Yeah. Nothing else going I don't on. know why rumored castings, like, I, I got down a huge rabbit hole. Remember when Eddie Murphy was rumored to be the Riddler in one of the, the Christian Bale movies? That was a thing that was out there in the world. There's so many good people that can play the Riddler. Like, there's so many. I didn't, and like, yeah, so uh, I didn't like Jim, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Jim Carrey as the Riddler didn't really make sense no. to me because, but I think uh, when it comes to Batman, we were talking about how, like, I don't have specific attachments to characters, but I think people's brains, when they go to Batman characters, immediately goes to animated. Yeah. Which. Animated had their whole uh, their yeah. own version of almost all of these characters. Those were not like, yeah. those aren't word of God. Those aren't like, <laughs> like they're completely different. Yeah, so it like, didn't even exist. Yes, but like everyone's attachment to how these characters should act: the Riddler, the Joker, yeah. Batman. Everybody is from the animated series. For sure, really think about same it. thing with X Men. Yeah, same thing. Like, exactly. Sure, but these characters have been written so many different ways over the years that once again, like. We go back to the you know, Marvel and DC person. Marvel, okay, it's probably because you're you watch, watch more than you watch. Yeah. You watched it, and that's that's your attachment to it is the watching of it. I think Carrie's Riddler was also like big, like huge influence of um, Batman sixty six, like yes. that Riddler. Right, but and every character was like that yeah. in Batman sixty six. Yeah, <laughs> every character. Yeah, and, well, and even because even. Um, Nicholson's Joker is very much Caesar Romero, like yeah, Caesar Romero. Romero, thank you. I am. You're, you, you and names are. I'm not a name person. <laughs> Sorry, I know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but very much so. Like he's very influenced, even down to the makeup. Sure, but now like you, I feel like I love. That's the one thing I love about uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is what's that? Like yeah. it looks nothing like anything else. Sure. And I'm excited to see how it goes. I like that the Easter eggs, I already saw Arkham Asylum. But my big thing, once again, it's like like that Venom movie, which wasn't 
bad, I guess, but it's okay. how do you do a Venom movie without Spider-Man? Yeah. How do you do his origin without Spider-Man? Yeah. And the, the answer is, you just kind of muddy it up and change things. Hope for the best, yeah. Make it weird and different and put him on a different side of the world. Yeah. Like, okay, at least it was canonical in San Francisco. He does end up there. Yeah. But, uh, like, so it's, yeah. And then there's a Morbius movie coming out, apparently. Yeah. Jared Leto. Jared Leto is Morbius. That once again, how do we get to Morbius without having yep. a Spider-Man? How? Yeah. It's... Vampires. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, and, and I'd like Morbius because, like, hey, maybe, maybe they'll finally go, oh, vampires work again. Let's see about Ryan Blade. But, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't want to see a Morbius movie without Spider-Man. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But who does? Who cares about yeah. that? Yeah. Just do a vampire movie with Jared Leto. Jared Leto if you want to. Yeah. Why do you have to make it Morbius? And then if you are going to make it Morbius, how do we not get any Spider-Man? Like, we're not yeah. going to get any Spider-Man. That yeah. seems so wacky. I, and I, I've heard they're trying to make a deal for, like, Venom and Spider-Man to start crossing over. Uh, once you go see Spider-Man, yeah. it's worth it. And there are some threads, like, okay, this could go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Gyllenhaal kills it. Of course he does. Kills it. But Gyllenhaal's, Gyllenhaal's great in everything he's yeah. in. And he's a great actor. And from what I saw, the, the style of... of villain that he plays is so perfect. Mysterio steals the show. It's so perfect. Like, Tom Holland's my favorite Parker. Yeah. He's not my, even my favorite Spider-Man. He's my favorite Peter. Well, I have, I take some issues with it. Yeah. I think he's playing, I think they, they, they write him as Miles Morales. Agree. 100% they do. Uh, and that is where I kind of get a little mucked up in the whole situation. Uh, and once again, that's my attachment to a Peter Parker character and a Miles Morales character. Uh, I just feel like they're they're Green Lantern. They're Green Lanterning him. Yeah. Where they they cast uh, or they're they're writing it in a certain way, but they they're telling you it's a different guy. That's why I love the animated Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. It's because it made Miles like this stand out on its own, and it took what Bendis had did and then just added to it. Sure. And it built on it and, like, added the culture and added this just gorgeous movie. It's my, that's actually my favorite superhero movie right now. I liked it uh, a real lot. I slept on it. I waited on it. I, 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 didn't, even, I didn't even give it a second thought uh, because I just thought, you know, DC and Marvel, they put out these animated things. Yeah. It's weird that this one's going to theaters. Yeah. But they put these things out all the time, and they're usually really, really good. So... When it comes out eventually, I'll see it. And then I heard people going crazy about it, and yeah. I was like, that's weird. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh. It felt right. like you were watching a comic book. All right. Like, it was the first time in yes. a long time you could go, I just watched a book. Well, and then, <laughs> and then that movie made me think, with that style of animation, they could do, I would, I would literally watch them pump out ten of those a year. Yeah. In that exact same style. New Warriors. Like, yes. I'd love to see a yes. Squirrel Girl. Of like, all different characters. Yeah. Just pump them out in that same style, that same art style. Yeah. Would be unbelievable. So then, you expand it even further. What do you do? Do you make a live-action movie? Do you make an animated movie? Do you make a live-action TV show? Do you make a Netflix show? Do you make a Hulu show? Do you make yeah. a Marvel Plus product with it? So there's so many options for how they can get these characters out there into different forms of media that it's like, to think about even casting, like... Certain people as I don't know a movie role is 
almost small-minded, you know? It's almost like (laughs) we're thinking too small. Like, there's so many bigger decisions that have to go into all this nowadays with all the different ways they can get these characters out there in the world. And who's to say a movie is going to make you more money or get you better recognition than a Netflix show or than a a network TV show or than an animated or than anything else? Because movies aren't the end-all, be-all king of kings nowadays. And it's evolving so quick. Just think about where we've come from the 90s to now. Yeah. What's it going to look like in 10 more years? Sure. But you have, like, big-name actors going to do HBO shows or Netflix projects or even network TV shows where years ago these people wouldn't touch any of those things. They were movie stars. Yeah. But nowadays, because these things are so big and almost in some ways bigger than the movies that these guys are skipping all that to put their art out in a different way. And so it's uh, it's going to be interesting in the next couple years what all of them do. Yeah, I think it's a really good time to be um, on both sides of it. It's a great time and it's like almost stressful and overwhelming to be on the viewer side. And it's a great time to be a content creator because you could just do whatever, like, we're just sitting here talking comic books on my laptop. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 100%. In Pop Rock, 337 East Ave, Rochester, yeah. New York. <laughs> and, and we've had over 100 viewers, like, a couple hundred viewers every week. Yeah. Just doing this. Just something that was, hey, I want to talk comic books with my friends. Right. Done. And we're able to do it. And right. it keeps growing. Our network grew 6,000 viewers last month. So, um, it's a great time to be a content creator, because you can just... Hey, we're just gonna go do this and, and also, see what happens. Right, and like you said, you, you're just a fan of this stuff, so it's a great time to be a fan of yeah. all this stuff. There's so much to talk about. That's kind of where Pop Rock came from. We just thought all this stuff is so big. Everyone loves this stuff. Yeah, people should have a place they can go enjoy it. Yeah, and a cereal, and a cereal, <laughs> which basically came about because I don't cook. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we're gonna have people in here. We gotta feed them, I guess. What do we got? Cereal? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I don't cook. Some of the cereal I looked up and like I'm like, what is that? I've never even heard of that. Yeah, before. once we decided we were gonna do cereal, we went hard. We're Donuts, like, we, got, like, yeah, cereal, we gotta like... get every cereal we can find. We gotta get toppings. We gotta get all kinds of milks. We gotta go crazy with it. And we yeah. just went crazy with it. It was a. This is a great place. I'm excited that, that we did an episode here. This is our yeah. third episode here now. I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is uh, my second. Matt's not done two here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So this is oh, our okay. third episode as a net, uh, as a as a podcast. Yeah. Um, I spend way too much money in comic books <laughs> and pop vinyls every time I'm here. Yeah. But it, it was only an hour and fifteen minute drive from Buffalo for me. Right. I made this drive. I woke up this morning at eight o'clock. I've What's, been here for breakfast and. I remember when I was a kid driving out to like my grandparents' house, which was like twenty minutes away, and being like, "Oh, we got to go yeah. to grandma's house today. It's so far." But now from wrestling, like an hour is like. Nothing. I'll, I'll do that in a in a snap. Oh yeah. Whereas back in the day, like twenty minutes was crazy. Nowadays, like an hour is like five minutes. Four hours is like a, nothing. A, a, a zip. And you get cereal. And <laughs> cereal. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Yeah. I'm also probably gonna be getting a garbage plate for lunch because I'm in the area. Atta boy. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Terrible. I'm supposed to weigh in today. Not happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, it was a it was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, hope to have you again. Hopefully, there's some Anytime, more stuff. Anytime, man. Uh, we'll definitely, obviously, be back here. Yeah, because you know, you know, like I'm down to dive into this stuff anytime. I literally, yeah. I, I spend my days here during the week talking with all kinds of people about exactly this. Yeah, so. <laughs> this was great. It was. I'm ready. 
Thank you for having uh, being on the show, having you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having yourself here. I thank, I thank me. Thank you, me. Uh, thanks for having me in Pop Rock. Of course. Until Monday, because that episode will come out on Monday. We're going to be covering Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Monday. I'm super pumped for that. What do you Why are you doing that? Because we left it to a vote. The vote was Casper or Buffy. So what are you doing with Buffy? All the comic books. You're just talking about them? Yeah, and reading them. Wow. Yeah. My girlfriend would be super stoked. She loves Buffy. So we'll be doing Buffy. Uh, There's a new run right now. There is. I've been reading it. Yeah, so we'll be doing Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so tune in Monday. All right. Until next time, thank you for joining us on another episode of the panel discussion. Yeah.